with diverse flora and fauna, magnificent natural landscapes, and an ecological biosphere that supports life. This wondrous planet is our earthly home. From our animal co-inhabitants to the lush rainforests and life-giving soil, we cherish all these as gifts from the Creator. It is a common theme in the world's major faiths that during our temporary stay here, we should be good stewards of Mother Earth. Throughout the years, Supreme Master Ching Hai has shared the message of leading a balanced life while following a spiritual path. Not only must we nourish our spirits, but we share the responsibility to care for nature and our fellow beings. In light of recent scientific evidence stressing the grave state of our planet caused by climate change, Supreme Master Ching Hai affirms the important message she has noted for over the past two decades. We must be vegetarian, meaning an animal-free diet, and practice sustainable living. Today we present to you Supreme Master Ching Hai's discussion on climate change titled Leading a Virtuous Lifestyle in Accord with the Law of Love via video conference with Supreme Master Television staff in Los Angeles, California, USA on July 31st, 2008. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Everything all right? Yes. Wow, you even have flowers. First, Master, we want to say that we're so grateful and honored to have you with us today. Thank you so much for taking some of your most precious time to speak with us. Words cannot express how much we appreciate all that you have done and are doing to save our planet. We very much treasure your great words of wisdom and advice and have prepared some questions concerning climate change and spiritual matters. You are welcome. I'm also happy to see you. Well, it would have been better if we see each other in person, eh? but it might happen one day. It might happen very soon, maybe. Yeah? All right, I'm ready for you, for your question. I have the first question. In our recent interview with Dr. James Hansen, who is one of the world's leading climatologists, Dr. Hansen stated that the sea level is going up three and a half centimeters per decade, which is already affecting some island nations, but that the danger is that it could go up to a much higher rate, just as it has in Earth's past history. Mm. Master, is the sea level rise the most serious among the direct effects of destabilized climate, or would it be other effects, such as the diseases that you mentioned in the conference with the Seattle Center? According to the scientists, there could be more than just one disaster. Rising sea level is not the only worrying event. Disease will also rise. They already do so in some parts of the world. If it has to happen, it happens. But uh, please do not concentrate on these negative phenomena. Rather, we spend energy in constructive actions and positive thinking, and we have to envision a more beautiful world. And we are taking action to minimize or stop the damage, and it will be done. 
quickly or slowly depends on how many people cooperate with us. But don't worry. Just keep thinking positive. Thank you, Master. Yes, you are protected by your own virtue and the power of positive thinking and the purification effect of your meditation daily. Thank you. Next one, baby. Hello, Master. In the Arctic Sea, longer-lasting perennial ice that is six years old or older decreased to 6% of total ice in 2007, and newer seasonal ice, which has been formed since last uh, autumn, now accounts for 70%. U.S. National Snow and Ice Data Center predicts that the sea ice in the North Pole may melt during this summer of 2008. If complete sea ice retreat in Arctic happened, would it become a tipping point for Earth's climate, after which climate warming will accelerate with no control and no return? I'm afraid so, Dr. Piotr. Unless people change to a more benevolent lifestyle, that is respecting our lives, then we will beget life and our lives will be spared. And nature will restore the balance and repair all damages. I wish to see that day soon in my lifetime. It's still repairable. But people have to realize this and they have to know it's urgent and they have to cooperate. The more vegetarian people join the circle, the more chance we have to save the planet. Hello, Master. Hello. My question is, recently the world economy is having a difficult time and it is in the trend of getting worse due to the high oil prices. Some nations are now rushing to explore the off-coast oil field, especially in the melting Arctic Sea. And on one hand, we try to adapt green energy, but at the other hand, the government still continues developing oil industry. Will our future still be relying on oil, or a major shift will happen in the near future that we can actually produce free energy like the way the other planets do? Thank you, Master. Free energy is, of course, always the ideal picture, but it takes time because it's not yet fully grasped by modern technology. And even if they do, modern technologies still need time to produce the instrument to use them. But we still can keep the oil fuel mode of energy if all turn to vegetarian diet. It's very simple. If we turn to vegetarian diet, we have a lot of time to invent new technology. Right now, even if we already produce the new technology yesterday, we still don't have enough time. That is the urgency of our planet. Even if technology is already available, we don't have enough time because it's not CO2. That is the most troublesome. It's a methane from uh, animal uh, rising. And it is also the uh, hydrogen sulfide. And, moreover, nature also produces CO2 in some form. 
and also uh, from the Arctic seabed and from the permafrost, we can't win. We can't win if we wait for technology. I just hope they don't wait for technology or anything else except vegetarian diet. That's all we have to rely on now, vegetarian diet, the compassionate lifestyle. Spare others' lives, then you will beget life, like attract like. This law never fail. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. If the whole planet people live in virtue and uh, really compassionate lifestyle, then the earth will change into heaven in no time. Nothing else can really compare to this. Thank you, Master. Only love can absorb all the negative energies. Only love can transform it. And only the loving heart, compassionate heart of the people can absorb the negative impact that we have created. Because even if we want to rely on technology, the technology that we're having right now is nothing, nothing compared to what we will have if all the population of the planet turn into a loving, kind, compassionate vegetarian diet, then you will see all kind of invention that we have never imagined before will surface. And all people will live in peace and love even if they don't pray for it. It's welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hello. You had mentioned that in the beginning, human race could fly without wings because we didn't eat food. Then we started eating and became heavier, and we couldn't fly anymore. Today, more people are becoming vegetarians, raw, fruitarians, and breatharians. Would we be able to fly again in the near future? You're dreaming. <laughs> I also dream like that. <laughs> but, you know, we fly very high and it'll be too cold anyway. The thing is, when the people first came to our planet, they came directly from a higher dimension. Their beings are not the way our beings are right now. Well, some people can fly already. You can still practice to fly. It just takes so long and we don't have time. I uh, advise you to practice the light and sound method, <laughs> and then you can fly direct to heaven when you leave the earth. That's the best. By the time you're hopping around, trying to fly a few meters here and there, you know, maybe the planet is already gone, and you are still on a lower level of consciousness. Uh, if you can practice flying, it's not that difficult. It just takes a lot of time and patience. If that is your priority in life, you can go and find some yogis who can uh, impart to you these techniques. But I'm warning you, it takes a long time. And some charge a lot of money. Now, most of humans are already conditioned by the DNA since times of uh, prehistoric mankind. And ever since then, the human has created so many bad karma, and the DNA are keeping all this record of bad karma. Therefore, even if we are vegetarian or breatharian, it's still difficult for us to fly naturally the way the original human world when they first appear on this planet. When they first appear on this planet, they were not human. They were still 
in the state of divine connectedness and their being, they're the makeup of their body and mind and uh, thinking are completely different from what we are now. We are so contaminated and preconditioned with so many knowledge that is not always necessary and helpful for us. We are full of all this. So it's very difficult to reprogram completely our cells again to tell our body that, okay, you can fly. It takes time to reprogram our thinking, our acceptance of uh, the divine being that we are. And nevertheless, we just practice Kuan Yin method. You fly in your meditation. That's good enough also. You fly up to high heavens and you encounter all the divine beings. You see the beautiful light and you communicate with God or the lower gods, you know, of different levels of consciousness. That is better than flying physically. Even if you can fly physically, but all you can do is talk to your own hands, and I don't think it's a very good idea. <laughs> it's better to concentrate on freeing the soul so it soars above the destructive domain and flies home forever, not just flap around in this physical dream. Yes, thank you, Master. Welcome. Hello, Master. Hello. Um, recently, there's a professor, Ajit Raki, at the University of California in San Diego, and he discovered that a certain chemical in different animal meat is causing people to have an immune response or allergic reaction. Because our body treats this uh, chemical as a foreign invader, this chemical is called new 5GC. And uh, the researchers found that with long-term meat consumption... It can be causing heart disease, cancer, and other diseases. So it seems that meat-eating is not only the major cause of the world's physical collapse and its spiritual downfall, but it's literally poisoning us one by one and without us even knowing it. Master, could you please comment on this? Yes, yes, yes. In red meat, up to 11,600 micrograms could be even presented in the people daily serving of beef, and 5,010 from the pork, and 4,009 from lamb, for example. Even in goat cheese, uh, they have it also. In salmon, in milk even, in cod, in tuna, turkey, and duck, they all have this element, which is very harmful to us. The more research conducted, the more harmful size of meat will be found and revealed. That's why all the wise people don't eat meat since time's immemorial. Like begets like. If we kill for our life, that life cannot belong, cannot be peaceful and healthy. If the source of nourishment comes from death and suffering, our life cannot be healthy, long, and peaceful. This is not all the harm that meat caused to human health. There will be more if they continue research. But this up-to-date uh, finding is enough to scare everybody off meat. I don't understand why people are still putting poison in their body. I guess habit is hard to change. But they will have to change either meat or our lives. We have to put down that meat in order to save the planet and the lives on the planet. Thank you, Master. Um, hello, Master. 
Hello. Some studies have suggested that meat has an addictive chemical which can be compared to nicotine in cigarettes. If children are born originally disliking meat, what makes meat become addictive as people have described it? Is it chemical or is it the habitual act of eating the stronger factor? It's a habitual act of eating it that it has a stronger influence. It's habitual. And so every habit can change. But also, in any case, the addictive side of meat also have effect, more or less. And also the lack of information about an alternative and better dietic choice make people stick to what they are used to, as they do not know that meat is poisonous because these poisonous things called meat takes more time to kill than others, so people do not notice so much because it takes place gradually. And, of course, in some cases, it takes effect immediately, but uh, mostly it takes time to work the poison into the body. Most children, when they're born, they don't like meat at all. But we force this diet onto them. And then later on, it became habit, as they have no other choice in the family anyway. In the school, they force them to eat the uniform diet of meat at home, the parent telling them meat is healthy for you. <laughs> and uh, from the public advertisement, everybody say meat is good, milk is good, etc., etc. And some even lobby the um, authority to allow this advertisement, like meat is good or milk is good, etc., etc. So people just don't have time to do research on all these facts about the poisonous side of meat. And so they trust their advertisement, they trust the lobbies, and they trust the authority uh, sanction on this kind of diet. That's why I say the government and the media has to change and to support the truly beneficial vegetarian diet. First of all, it's good for the health. And second, and most important, it will save the planet. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, Master. Hello. Hello. United States Department of Agriculture's Food Security Assessment 2007 reported that the number of people struggling for basic food needs could rise to 1.2 billion by the year 2017. How can we best help the developing nations to be self-sustaining in order to better prepare against future food crises? Thank you. We can help to better prepare for the future food crisis. It's not future, it's already there, but we can help to minimize it or copy it by helping the developed nations to understand that vegetarian diet is the cure for food shortage and that we should share the resources and technology with all fellow brethren as heaven intended us to do. Again and again, eating meat is the cause of most misery on our planet. The world would better do without any animal product. It's already all obvious and amply evident. People must realize that putting down that piece of meat, which is poisonous, 
is all they have to do to attain peace on earth and to eliminate hunger for good and to save the planet, of course. Thank you, Master. Thank you. Hello, Master. Hello. Master, are meat contamination a way that animals are warning humans of the ill effects of meat consumption? Is it something that will continue to serve to warn humans more in this area through further frequent occurrences of this contamination so that humans can finally get the direct correlation between animal consumption and its harms? In a way, some animals one human by sacrificing their life or well-being because they know more than many humans the truth behind all things as they are more connected with inner divine nature than most humans choose to be. It's also the question of cause and retribution. Killing any being to eat is wrong, wrong, wrong. And humans should be thus reminded and stop this cruel, inhuman practice. Thank you. Thank you, Master. Hello, Master. Hello. Hey, thank you for uh, listening to my question. Dr. Michael Nobel, the great-grandnephew of the founder of the Nobel Prize, set up a trust supporting leadership and technologies to solve global warming. In Supreme Master TV's interview with Dr. Nobel, He said that he believes it is a matter of time and sustained effort that meat will follow the way of smoking and wearing seatbelts in cars, going from being an unquestioned norm to a public hazard requiring strict government regulations. Master, despite the encouraging precedent with the smoking ban, meat, on the other hand, has been a while longer, perhaps more entrenched in our culture. Do you think the steps to its decline will eventually be the same as smoking? And what would be your response to leaders who feel that our dietary habits are personal choices not to be dictated by government? Nonsense. <laughs> the governments are elected by the people to be entrusted with wise choices for the mass. If smoking is harmful for their co-citizens, then they have the right to ban it. Same with drug, alcohol, cigarettes, and the like substances. So I don't see the question of personal habit without cigarette, drug, or alcohol, and people won't die. They even live better, healthier, save their money, and save the money for the taxpayer, for their sickness, and save money everywhere. Some of the tragic tolls of alcohol. 2.3 million alcohol-related deaths per year worldwide. Cost of alcohol-related illnesses. 186.4 billion U.S. dollars in the United States. Up to 210 to 665 billion U.S. dollars globally. Disease. Higher amounts of alcohol increase the cancer risk. Even half a glass of wine daily increases the risk of mouth or throat cancer by 168%. Cancer of the liver, breast, colon, esophagus, rectum. Liver disease, cardiovascular disease, metal toxicity, brain damage, amnesia and dementia, brain shrinkage. Organ failure, heart, liver, kidneys, 
stomach, pancreas, eyes. Birth defects. Children afflicted by anxiety and depression. Mental retardation. Fetal alcohol syndrome. Stunted growth. Facial deformity. Sudden infant death syndrome. Miscarriage. Alcohol-related violence. Child abuse, 50% of cases. Violence toward loved ones, 30% of cases. Violent acts, 40 to 80% of cases. Suicides, 20 to 50% of cases. Plus more. For more urgent information, please visit www.suprememastertv.com forward slash killers. Some of the tragic tolls of addictive drug abuse. Over 200,000 deaths each year. Costs of 181 billion U.S. dollars each year in the United States. 33 billion U.S. dollars in the U.K. Lifetime cost of current drug addiction amounts to 575 billion U.S. dollars in the U.K. Harmful effects, brain damage, stroke, heart disease, liver disease, tuberculosis, emphysema, cancer, depression, suicide, permanent memory loss, mental illness, higher infant mortality, increased crime and violence, impotence, crime and violence. Illegal drugs are a factor in 50% of burglaries in the United Kingdom each year. In the U.S., 60% of people arrested each year have been taking illegal drugs. 650 heroin addicts in the U.S. committed 70,000 crimes in a three-month period. Social costs. U.S. businesses lose $100 billion U.S. dollars per year due to employees' drug and alcohol abuse. Australians pay $53 billion U.S. dollars per year for health care, law enforcement, and lost productivity of drug users. Environmental costs. Every gram of cocaine produced destroys 4.4 square meters of rainforest, with 300,000 hectares of rainforest lost each year to cocaine production. Death. 52 people die each day due to drugs in the U.S. In Canada, substance abuse is attributed to 21% of total deaths and 23% of potential life years lost due to early mortalities. Plus more. For more urgent information, please visit www.suprememastertv.com forward slash killers. So they can quit the habit. Without meat, people won't die. They just live healthier, better, wealthier, more pretty, live longer. Everything is good for people if they don't eat meat anymore. So they should also quit it for their better life better health, better environment, and saving this earth home for all to enjoy, especially for their future generation. If we don't do it now, the earth will be gone. Who is there to eat meat? The government can ask people that. The government have to explain to people that it's truly harmful now, and it's this emergency that people should stop eating meat. It's not a matter of personal choice anymore. It's a planetary Life and death matter. It's more urgent than cigarette even. Cigarette smoking, people get sick, we still can cure them. Or if we cannot cure them, maybe uh, one or two people die or a big group of people die. 
Smoking bans save lives. Quitting smoking and restricting alcohol consumption along with more exercise and higher fruit and vegetable intake reduces the risk of strokes by more than half. United Kingdom's ban on smoking in public places reduces passive smoke effects, which are linked to loss of life for more than 11,000 people every year. In the U.S., the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration said that sales of tobacco to underage youth have reached all-time lows in all 50 states. The number of young smokers aged 18 to 29 has fallen by 30% in Victoria, Australia, thanks to smoking bans in pubs and clubs. Smoking rates in Japan have been declining since 1996, reaching an all-time low this year. Smoking bans means decreases in acute coronary syndrome. A study in Mississippi, USA, found that heart attacks were reduced by 27% three years after indoor smoking was banned, with similar bans in 11 other worldwide locations also showing a reduction in both heart attacks and heart disease. Rome, Italy experienced an 11.2% decrease in acute coronary events in the first year after a smoking ban in public places went into effect. Israeli researchers report that for people who are able to stop smoking, the increased risk of sudden cardiac death seems to disappear immediately. The National Sanitary Institute in France announced a significant decrease in heart attack rates following the country's smoking ban, with benefits also noted for decrease in secondhand smoke inhalation effects. New York, USA experienced an 8% decline in hospital admissions for acute myocardial infarction after a comprehensive smoking ban, which translates into healthcare savings of 56 million U.S. dollars in one year. Smoking bans mean better health. Data from the National Population Health Survey shows those who smoke have higher rates of chronic conditions such as bronchitis, asthma, and high blood pressure. Smokers and those exposed to secondhand smoke develop colon cancer about seven years earlier than non-smokers. Smoking bans mean healthier children. Research from Michigan State University in the USA and the David Hyde Asthma and Allergy Research Center in the UK show that the smoking habits of mothers during pregnancy increase asthma risks in some children. Children regularly exposed to secondhand smoke have more than triple the risk of lung cancer as well as higher risks of other respiratory problems later in life. Smoking bans are good for business. In his annual report, UK Chief Medical Officer Liam Donaldson said a public smoking ban would save an estimated £2.7 billion. £680 million saved by having a healthier and more efficient workforce. £140 million saved through fewer sick days. £430 million saved from productivity loss from smoking on the job. £100 million saved from cleanup costs related to cigarette smoking. Plus more. For more urgent information, please visit www.suprememastertv.com forward slash flyer. But if meat-eating not be banned and not be limited, then the whole planet will be gone. This is a life and death matter for everybody. It's not a personal choice. And we are eating meat, uh, eating up the whole planet, eating up 90% of the food supply and let other people hungry. It's not necessary choice at all. Even if before the planetary uh, urgency, meat-eating people eat up the whole planet, eat up so much food, and result in hunger and war. 
it has never been a right choice in the first place. Thank you, Master. Thank you. Some of the diseases related to meat consumption and or production: Q fever, norovirus, swine flu, Ebola resistant virus. Cured meats and fish increase leukemia risk in children. Antibiotic-resistant superbug infections from a strain of Staphylococcus aureus. Blue tongue disease, E. coli, Salmonella, bird flu. Mad cow disease or Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease, 90% of the population at risk. Pig's disease or PMWS, listeriosis, shellfish poisoning, preeclampsia, Campylobacter, Clostridium difficile, diseases hidden in healthy-appearing livestock, some of the costs of meat eating. Infertility, eating just one serving of meat per day increases the risk of women's infertility by 32%, with additional meat consumption increasing the risk. Heart disease, over 17 million lives lost globally each year. Cost of cardiovascular disease is at least one trillion US dollars a year. Cancer, colon rectal cancer, over one million new colon cancer patients diagnosed each year. More than 600,000 colon cancer-related mortalities annually. In the United States alone, colon cancer treatment costs about 6.5 billion US dollars. Millions of people are newly diagnosed with other meat-related cancers every year. Diabetes: 246 million people are affected worldwide. An estimated 174 billion US dollars spent each year on treatment in just the United States. Obesity worldwide: 1.6 billion adults are overweight, with 400 million more who are obese. Costs 93 billion US dollars each year for medical expenses in the United States alone. At least 2.6 million people die annually from problems related to being overweight or obese. Environmental uses up to 70% of clean water, pollutes most of the water bodies, deforests the lungs of the earth, uses up to 43% of the world's cereal, uses up to 85% of the world's soy, causes world hunger and wars, 80% cause of global warming, plus more. Some of the costs of milk consumption. Cowpox from milking cows. Bacterial microbes, pesticides, and enzymes found in cheese derived from the inner stomach linings of other animals. Up to 80% of the calories in cheese are from pure fat. Breast, prostate, and testicular cancer from hormones present in milk. Hysteria and Crohn's disease. Hormones and saturated fat leads to osteoporosis, obesity, diabetes, and heart disease, linked to higher incidences of multiple sclerosis. Classified as a major allergen, lactose intolerance. Plus more. For more urgent information, please visit www.suprememastertv.com/killers. I have to speak the truth, even if some people don't like to hear it. I have to tell them, and like it or not, that is their choice. But I have to tell you. What I know and what is good for them, hmm? like a good friend would do. A good friend don't always tell you the sweet talk or the lovely things or any flattery. 
stuff that you like to hear, but the good friend will always tell you what is the best for you. And then you can decide you like it or not like it, you follow it or not follow it. But a good friend will always tell the truth to you, and that's what a good friend is for. And I am a good friend of everybody. Hello, Master. Hello. It seems this situation was already announced in many scriptures, such as the Gospel of Peace from Essenes, the Holy Quran, the Bible, and many others mention this critical period. In similar cases in our in universe, what determined the ones that were successful? In uh, any planet at all, if people are well informed on time, they can always take measures against similar calamity by heeding wise counsel and react according to correct advices. All the inhabitants of those planets can still reverse the situation and bring back to life the favorable result that they wish to achieve. Things can always change overnight if people turn and walk in the right direction. If we know that we are in the wrong lane and the opposite is correct, you just turn as soon as possible, right? You make a U-turn or you turn wherever you can. Just the same with our planet situation right now. We know meat-eating, scientifically, physically speaking, is a major cause of our planet destructive direction. Then we must turn around and walk in the opposite direction, the opposite of meat diet is a vegetarian, compassionate diet. All the animal product or the killing of men or animal must be stopped if we want to stop the climate change. Stop killing and global warming will stop immediately. Because we turn in that other direction. If you're driving north, now you realize you're wrong. And the moment you turn back to southward, that is the moment you stop going north. Is that not so? Yes, Master. Wow, the same. Same with planetary danger right now. We are endangering it because we are living in the opposite direction, uh, opposite lifestyle of what is good for us. So if we want uh, to have good things happening to our uh, planet and our lives, we have to turn to the opposite direction. That's it. Very simple. Thank you, Master. Thank you. Hi, Master. How are you? Hi, I am okay. How are you? Fine, thank you. Some exciting new data has been sent back by NASA's spacecraft currently circling around Mars, the Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter. Pictures revealed that Mars once had diverse forms of water, such as lakes and rivers wet environments that might have supported life for thousands or even millions of years. Geologists have identified similar landforms between Mars and Alaska, such as evidence of ice avalanches, which are now occurring more frequently in Alaska, most likely due to global warming. Yet another analysis shows that Mars' northern hemisphere had been impacted by a huge crater billions of years ago. Master, you've spoken on several occasions about the parallels between the histories of Mars and Earth, is it true that Mars experienced climate change at the hands of its inhabitants, like our planet? Did the Martians have a chance to save their planet? They did have, sweetheart, they did have. The warning came like 20 or so years, Earth time, to them. 
And the last urgent sign they had was about five years before the destruction. They had five years in advance, but they did not change quick enough. They did not change, so they didn't have a chance uh, to save the planet. They did have a chance, but they did not do it. Why is that, Master? The reason they did not change fast enough because they did not know about the vegetarian diet that could change. At those times, there were not enough people to stand up and communicate the urgency of the planet as well as the solution like vegetarian diet. The way we are doing now... And Master, how about our planet? Do people know the chance? There are some people who doesn't know what to do. And, of course, some people who knows what to do because we inform them or United Nations inform them or the, uh, the scientists inform them, but they still did not uh, change their habit. So if we continue not changing our habit, then the planet will be destroyed, just the way Mars has been destroyed. Thank you, Master. Right now we are doing a lot of things. We inform people and we are distributing leaflets and all that. But we will have to rely on heaven's grace if we are to survive because many people still don't listen. Even if they know, they don't listen. Just like people who know smoke is very harmful to them, as long as they still can puff it, they puff it. That's the problem. So the people, whoever can listen to us, they will survive. So at least if we cannot save the whole planet, we save these people. And if these people cannot help to save the planet, at least they save themselves. It's still helpful. That's how we, we gain time. Thank you, Master. Hello, Master. Hello. Master, how can Supreme Master TV itself improve in any area so that the programs can communicate better, more efficiently? Master's message that we need people to switch to the vegetarian diet immediately so as to save the planet. We are doing okay. It's just that the government and the media should help more. They got to help us to save everybody. I would truly appreciate it if they do. But uh, we are doing our best according to what we can. And our manpower and our financial situation and our time and the time of the planet and the karma of the people. It's not that we don't want to do any more but there's not much more we can do. And uh, also the planetary bad karma has to be cleansed by the inhabitants, mainly the humans' inhabitants, because the animals, they don't do much trouble. That's it, the government and the media has to help to save everybody. That's all I can say. But thank you anyway, and you are doing good, and you are trying your best. Thank you, Master. Hello, Master. Hello. Uh, nice to see you again. Nice to see you. Uh, my question is, uh, in Monaco, recently, you have uh, spoken about the, the need for the media to uh, promote the message of vegetarianism. 
We've been seeing more press from print, broadcast to radio, such as the vegetarian segment covered in one of France's largest news programs. It's been discussed several times in the U.S. Time and, and other major publications. So, Master, how much more do we still need to see in the major media to truly be making a big difference in the public's awareness of being vegetarian to save the planet? Thank you. This should be done on a more frequent basis, you know, like daily reminder. As I mentioned in Monaco, they have to print a line every time they print out a newspaper or a magazine. They should print it on every page on the newspapers and magazines. Even one or two headlines daily, you know, even on film, on movies, advertising boards, TV, computer board, everywhere. This should be the top most concerned topic. My God, we are short of time already. Please, everyone, wake up. The wealthy ones should spend money to advertise these headlines if the media don't do it. All the vegetarian and vegan should go all out to inform people and tell them the grave situation of our time due to meat diet and convince others to switch to vegetarianism. Yeah, I would call on all the vegetarian and vegan, don't just be a quiet vegetarian. Least of all, a closet vegetarian. You are the pioneers, the heroes, the world savior. Come out and showcase your most needed shining example. Help in any way you can. Be an active vegetarian. The world needs you. We have all the information on the SupremeMasterTV.com for you to convince people that meat diet is bad. And vegetarianism will save the world. Please do it. Print them all out. Give it to people. How much time does it take you? You carry some in your pocket. Just print it out on SupremeMasterTV.com. All the information about harmful meat diet and beneficial vegetarian lifestyle. Just print them out. Put it in your pocket. And wherever you go, just give it to people. It doesn't take time. Not much money. Even if it does, please do sacrifice to save the planet. If you still want to live here and also to save the animals that you so much love and to save our people who are not aware of the bad consequences of a meat diet. It's our duty to do that. All the vegetarian, all the vegan, all the fruitarian, breatharian, solarian, waterian out there, please do this. We cannot do it all alone. We can also save some people But we cannot save all if we don't have your help. Please do help us, to help everyone. Thank you so much. And by the way, I also want to take this opportunity to congratulate and thank the new vegetarian club members. You do make a big difference. And that's why we gain many months. Hello, Master. Hello. Another encouraging trend we've been seeing is how many well-known public figures, whether in the entertainment industry, to sports, to government, have adopted the vegetarian way of life. They are also using their fame to call attention to the importance of going vegetarian. Master, could you explain the reason why it seems like these celebrities 
seem to be more accepting of the compassionate diet? Is it because of health or spiritual related or information is more accessible to them? And how else can they help to bring this message across? Thank you. First of all, is it because of health or spiritually related or information is more accessible to them? That the celebrity people go all out to support vegetarian diet and adopted them. It's all of that. Because spiritually, our planet our consciousness have also been elevated somewhat. And these people, they are thinking about their health And also, they are more into internet uh, information and all that. So all these factors contribute to this uh, recent trend, like Clint Eastwood, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Alicia Silverstone, Fei Wong in China, Olympic star, even Kaliwis, tennis star Martina, Navratilova, and uh, athletes, etc., etc., bodybuilders, and even football player Lawrence Phillips. And uh, political people, also long-time vegetarian and senator, presidential candidate, Dennis Kucinic. He's a really good man. He's very just and fair for international people, not just for the Americans. He's a staunch advocate for peace in Iraq, for example, for peace in the world in any case. He's a peaceful guy. You, you're not surprised. He's a vegetarian, long-time, <laughs> long-time vegan even. And Elizabeth Cuccini, his wife. India, former environment minister Maneka Gandhi, the current mayor of New Delhi, Australia senator Andrew Barlett, etc., etc., etc. In the political arena, many people have turned to vegetarian diet or vegan diet. This is a very, very good sign. It's an auspicious omen for us. And now the answer is that because these people are smart, they're very smart. You can tell by the way they talk. And the way they're thinking, you know, they express their own individual opinion. You know, they are very smart people. So smart people are often successful anyway. That's why they are successful. And you can know that because they are successful, hmm? that they are smart. And smart people, they choose a compassionate lifestyle, healthy lifestyle, as the, some British researcher has proved already. They're smart kids. They will turn to vegetarian by the time they reach uh, 30-something. And these people, they have higher IQ than other people who did not turn to vegetarianism in their first third of their life. So they are very smart people. And uh, we have this info on our TV and website anyway about the smart people or they choose vegetarian diet. And they are on uh, some level, they are spiritually mature. They choose vegetarianism out of their heartfelt love and compassion for the innocent co-inhabitant animals and wish to terminate their suffering and to live their life without blood on their hands. They know peace begins on our table. And they want to contribute to peace and foster love among all species. They could have everything, yet they only take what they need and what brings joys and friendship, not those that hurts and destroy. You must know that these are saints on earth in the mortal gods. The Buddha once mentioned that uh, if a person is in a well-off or powerful position but choose a compassionate, charitable way of life, such as vegetarian diet, then we must know that they are saints incarnate. It's an honor and blessing to know such a one. And they are here to bless the world by their noble deeds.
demeanor and example. Thank you. Thank you, Master. Hello, Master. Hello. Come inside. <laughs> Molto bene. Thank you, Master. Molto bene. <laughs> and you? Good, good. Io molto bene. Lei sta molto bene. Lei è molto bella. Sì. Oh, grazie, grazie. <laughs> We've been seeing more religious and spiritual groups emphasizing the importance of green living in accordance of our role as a stewards of the planet, as mentioned in many holy scriptures, such as the Pope. He recently spoke on the urgency of climate change. Master, could you explain further the importance of the spiritual factor in halting global warming in comparison to the other factors, such as science or technology, that the general public is focusing on? A true spiritual practice goes with compassion and love for all beings. This is the core of a sustainable world. If we have this, we will have peace, love, harmony, security, health, and clear-mindedness. Only then can we truly enjoy whatever comforts science and technology bring into our life. Just to rely on and focus on science and technology alone will not uh, help us too much. Or maybe even if it helps, it's just temporarily and short-lived. True spiritual life brings us in direct contact with the creative force of the universe, which supports and sustains life. All things spring from this creative power, including scientific and technological inventions. Otherwise, we just water the leaves and not the root if we rely only on science and technology. Thank you. Thank you, Master. Hi, Master. Hi. You have recently stated in a video conference in Seattle, Washington, that if diligent efforts are made to spread the urgent news and the vegetarian solution, then we could reach the critical mass. Master, could you please elaborate on this exciting prospect, please? I am meditating on it, <laughs> and you should be praying for it. Who knows? Dreams might always come true. I do hope all people, groups, governments, media, we join in this endeavor. But regardless whether or not we get help, we are still doing the practical actions worldwide. Seminars, TV flyers, public informative services, opening a chain of vegan restaurants, extra meditations, extra prayers, time, economizing to the max, Even on sleep and foods, we do our best to <laughs> minimize. And the result is up to heaven to see if the human race as a whole still merit divine grace, still merit this beautiful planet. It's not all up to Supreme Master Television and not all up to me. We can only do our best to inform people. And it's them that have to decide if they want to save their own lives or not. Yes, Master. Thank you, Master. By the way, I'm glad you are okay, despite the strong earthquake. 5.4 is a very strong one. 
It's not a middle scale. It's a strong one. It shook the building and shake a lot of things, but uh, it's already minimized. Thank you, a Master. A lot of people predicted that uh, Los Angeles, you know, California, will sink into the sea many years ago and many times over and over. But you are still there. Congratulations. Thank you, Master. Not that their predictions are not correct or accurate. It's just uh, we could change the fate. We could change our destiny if enough people support the virtuous life and if enough people have connection with God. Then the big disaster will become small and the small disaster will become zero. That's what it is. Thank you, Master. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. You look really good. Or maybe it's the light inside you that shines so well. Yeah, Thank you, Master. Good. All of you. And you're dressed up and all that, like you go into a Christmas party or something. I'm very honored that you show so much respect and love. You are shining inside out. I'm very pleased. I'm very pleased. You are working hard on it. You really progressed. Hi, Master. Hey, come on back. <laughs> Muy bien, gracias. Muy bien? Sí, sí. Yo también. <laughs> sí, eres muy guapa, guapísima, maestra. Eres muy guapa. <laughs> gracias. Okay, pregunta. With each update, you have informed us of more and more good progress in the world's awakening. Time has been gained and more people are becoming vegetarian. Nevertheless, as Mother Teresa once said, in this life, we cannot do great things. We can only do small things with great love. By walking one step, it seems a merciful heaven is taking a hundred steps toward us, to meet us. Is this so, Master? It is. It is like that. Otherwise, how else? You experience this in your life already. How else can we just turn around a few degrees and then we became so wise and so brilliant, see the light of heaven, hear the sound of music of heavenly sphere and uh, feel such a bliss in our life when we have not meditated all that long, some only even a couple of years or a couple of months, see the change taken in their life. It's enormous and incredible. Heaven does come down to meet us if we are walking up <laughs> to meet heaven standard. What I told you always is the truth. And uh, if everyone could realize this, you see, and walk the baby step, actually only one step, one very important step that decides the fate of our planet, that is the vegetarian step, everything else will come to us and ask. If we are merciful, we will beget mercy. The universal law never fails. We must become vegetarian. All the inhabitants of the planet should heed this one and only advice that I could give with all my heart. That is to be vegetarian. Be vegan, it would be better. But vegetarian is already very good. And vegan is even the best. <laughs> Thank you, Master. Thank you.
some of the benefits of a vegetarian diet. Lowers blood pressure, lowers cholesterol levels, reduces type 2 diabetes, prevents stroke conditions, reverses atherosclerosis, reduces heart disease risk 50%, reduces heart surgery risk 80%, prevents many forms of cancer, stronger immune system, increases life expectancy up to 15 years, higher IQ, saves 70% of the total cost of 40 trillion US dollars for reducing global warming, uses 4.5 times less land to grow food, conserves up to 70% clean water, saves 80% of the cleared Amazonian rainforest from animal grazing, a solution for world hunger, free up 3.4 billion hectares of land, free up 760 million tons of grain every year, half the world's grain supply, consumes one-third fossil fuels of those used for meat production, reduces pollution from untreated animal waste, maintains cleaner air, saves 4.5 tons of emissions per U.S. household per year, stop 80% of global warming, Plus more. Hello, Master. Hello. Master, the animals must feel sad because many of their species are being forced to leave the corners of the biosphere as they cannot adapt quickly enough to the changes. We hope that we can ask for the forgiveness. From their perspective, what are their hopes and wishes for the Earth at this time? They just feel sorry for human beings as they know where they are going, but most humans don't. They do love life like we do, but they are not that attached to it the way humans are. They are not very afraid of death. It's just a natural reaction that they want to live, but if they have to die, they die, because they know they're going back to where they came from, which is heaven. That's why they are always satisfied in any circumstance. They know life here and hereafter, and they know their maker. They wish the human race can see what they see, know what they know, and stop all this madness centering around temporary time on earth and focus more on life eternal. They wish the earth be saved, but it's not about saving the planet, but about human returning to virtuous life and compassionate heart, and all things will be all right. They know that. Then the earth will be saved if people are compassionate as a byproduct. If we live according to the law of love, all things will be all right. The animals know that. And they would really wish human understand this concept, the only concept that matters, the concept of love. Thank you, Master. Thank you. Hello, Master. In the past few years, with heaven's grace, the majority of the world's consciousness has reached to third level, as revealed by Master. Does this mean it is in their nature to more easily adopt a more noble and compassionate way of life, namely a vegetarian diet? Thank you. Yeah, it should be. But... Uh because the majority are still in a low third level. That means bordering second level, still in a destructive border. And it's easily still for them to get influenced by the destructive 
nature on the second level. You see, if you are at the border, for example, border between Iran and Iraq, you are Iranian and you are in your border. Sometimes the war of Iraq can influence you. You can hear the cannon, or you can hear the shooting, or sometimes you can even see the uh, refugees running toward the border and get stuck there or cannot go to Iran. For example, like that, or you see dead bodies while you are walking around at the border. Your mood and your lifestyle can still be influenced by the war in Iraq, even though your country is at peace. It's like that, with the people on the third level. Because they are at the border, you know, some are a little bit higher, but some right at the border of the third level. So the gross element of lower consciousness of the second level is still gripping them from time to time, confusing and distracting them. On top of that, the negative power is a bad loser. It's trying to wake all its might to prevent the newly detached souls to escape uh, its clutches. So it has not been easy for the souls and for us, for me. And that's why we must work so hard. But I still have hopeful vision. I feel very positive, as all human is inherently divine. And they have just been cheated in this unfair game. And uh, whatever happens, we must love them, awaken them, and do all we can to fulfill their wish of retaining this planet and make it a heaven on earth. Thank you, Master. I'm very, very positive, very hopeful. I feel very positive. I feel that we can do it. I feel that uh, maybe in a few years, 70% or 90% of humans will be vegetarian. Just keep that vision for me. God's blessing, God's willing. Keep that vision for me. Hope with me, okay? Yes. Thank you. Dream with me. Hello, Master. Knock, knock. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you, Master? I'm good, I'm good. Many spiritual practitioners in the world mention about a sudden change in December 2012 and that the human race will ascend to a higher level. Master, will the human race become multidimensional beings? Would this earth be elevated to a fifth dimension level? And is it something which we can be able to perceive physically? Thank you. Yes, we can. If survived, the people will change into a different race, more peaceful, more loving, and more spiritually elevated. But not the whole earthling to fifth level, no, no. <laughs> that needs more training. <laughs> fifth level is the house of spiritual superior, of master saints and true aspirants, of unconditional love and egoless people. Not for everyone though everyone has a chance to reach it. But even to a lesser degree, spiritual elevation can be evident, and those who survive, if the catastrophe does occur, the survivors will definitely feel it. Just like the way you feel now after you've been elevated. After initiation, you feel your different change. You feel the change. They will also feel it. Master. Hello, loving. How are you? I'm good. Really happy. Yeah, you look happy. <laughs> are there any higher beings who have reincarnated into this world 
as a compassionate and enlightened worldly leader who can be, in the words of Prince Charles, courageous and revolutionary to tackle climate change, who would have dared act upon their convictions to take the appropriate steps as you have suggested? Yes, yes, there are some. You will only know them by their actions. They will have the strength and bravery to step out of conventional boundary to free themselves and the world. The only thing that still hinders them now is the oppressive collective negative energy that has been exercising its hold on all souls, confusing between bad and good, the should and should not. But God willing, the leaders and world citizens might still be able to walk the loving path of vegetarianism, the path of life. We all have to, if we want to survive in a more ideal world the world in which our best nature and potential will shine through in all splendor. I think what uh, His Royal Highness Prince Charles meant was that uh, when he said we have to take courageous and revolutionary steps, I think he means people should be vegetarian. We already know about technical change, we already know scientific uh, invention and discovery, and green and all that. So these cannot be courageous and revolutionary, except vegetarianism. We could call that courageous and revolutionary. When I heard that, immediately I know what he meant. He meant vegetarian diet. Need courage and need revolutionary spirit. Thank you, Master. Thank you. Hello, Master. Hello, Stephen. Master, this is a nice one. You know that yawning is contagious, yes? Yeah, I know. For example, when someone is tired, which causes them to yawn, and there's another person around, it usually automatically triggers them to yawn, too. I'm yawning now. So there must be some invisible physical trigger or maybe some mental or spiritual connection. So why can't I just say, be veg? go green to someone, and they will automatically adopt it for their way of life? Would be nice. Would be nice when it does that. Yeah, it does happen. It depends on the degree of the karmic background of that person. So to some person, when you just say, big veg, go green, and uh, explain a a couple of uh, sentences, and then he goes veg, and he (laughs) go green. That also happens. I know that, for the fact, I know that. Some people have been converted that way. But that depends on how filled he is on connection with others. Because a person who goes veg, that encompasses a whole lot of network of karmic connection. It connected with his parents, with grandparents, with great-great-grandparents, and connect with all the animals, all the things that causes him to eat meat or of the animals to be killed, etc., etc. And uh, the karmic uh, pattern for many past lives, that's why, because it's connected to so many beings, and also it's in his DNA, and it's been habitual for a long time. That's why it's difficult to change. But a person who is not so filled with this uh, karmic hindrance, or feel very little bit, you know, like, 0.9 and 0.5, then when you talk to him once and your spiritual power is enough to cleanse the little karmic 
hindrance that he has or she has. Therefore, you convince her on him on the spot. Many masters can do that, and that's why they convert people in a mass and initiate them immediately. Uh, you, for example, uh, you just listen to my lecture once and get initiation, and you stay vegetarian. How many years now? Almost twenty. Twenty years. See that, Steve? Because you have very little bad karma. Uh, not too much connected with many other heavily dragging power of karmic killing retribution. Yeah. Therefore, I just talk to you once, and you're smart. You understand, and I am able to help you right away. That happens, you see? It happens also. But it doesn't happen all the time because of the karmic uh, hindrance and the DNA and the background and the habitual and the unsmartness sometimes. Maybe you have higher IQ than other people. Yes, that helps also. You see, smart people do choose vegetarian diet and quicker and simpler. And now, at least, it shows that we can influence each other. When you yawn, somebody else yawn. At least it proves something, that we are all connected, that we could really influence each other in some scale right now. Yawning is an automatic uh, mechanical system in our body. So if somebody yawns, <laughs> we look and then the cells of the body copy and yawn also. Because the yawning action doesn't have to connect with your great-grandfather karma or killing of anybody. So it's so light and easy, so it's easy to influence people. I wish we could influence everybody by just yawning like veg, you know, or <laughs> green, <laughs> and then they go automatically. But it will do. That just proved to you that we could influence people. We just continue yawning our <laughs> conviction. Yeah, big wears go green, and then maybe people will yawn with us. Thank you, Master. Very good. Is that logical enough? I love it. I love the answer. It's correct. Okay, good. Thank you. Hello, Master. Hello. Would you have a message for our viewers? Big wears go green. Save the planet. <laughs> Thank you, Master. It's very simple. <laughs> Big words, go green, save the planet. I told the SM Celestial Clothing now that we have all these slogans on all possible new designs lately, even on the letterhead that I write and I sign the letter for everybody. And we have it all over on our clothes or even fans, even uh, car stickers on your head, on your shoes, your handbag, everything. We say, Big West, go green, save the planet, and also save the world. I'm vegan and green. You can do the same. You can print them on your shoes, your shirts, your trousers. You don't even have to buy it from Supreme Master Clothing Design. You know, you can do it now on your existing dress and clothes. Print them on, paint it on, write it on, or stick it on, you know, <laughs> everywhere. And your gift bags on, your gift to other people, stick on your car, your bicycle, the refrigerator, shopping bags, on your wall, your gate, advertise on yourself as a walking, talking, living media to remind everyone <laughs> to be good and virtuous. Carry these messages everywhere you go especially the vegetarian and vegan people. Please do it. Even the breatharian, the solarian, the waterian, whatever Aryan you are, wherever you go, carry this message with you. Be positive and do good. Be a shining example. Be a hero and save the world. Heaven is with you. Angels protect you. And God loves you. Be blessed. Go green. Save the planet. <laughs> 
and I love every of you. Thank you. Thank you, Master. Hi, Master. Hi. I have some good news to share with you. Ah, nice. Recently, we received a phone call from um, someone who sells argon oil. It's a uh, beauty product that's just really good for your skin. And um, I asked him, how did he find out about Supreme Master Television? And he said he actually found us on Facebook. It's a online community network. And um, he said that anybody who is concerned or interested in the environmental issues, he said they know about Supreme Master Television. Wow. He also says that a lot of people in the Middle East, they've heard about Supreme Master Television, so that was good news. Good news. And then also, recently, um, Korea held their first vegetarian symposium, and um, 45 groups came together, and they pledged to promote vegetarian full-scale. And yeah. um, the organizers told us they held is because of the SOS Climate Change Conference with you that was held in Seoul, Korea, um, back in May. Wow. And the Korean Vegetarian Union, um, they have a website. And since the conference, they have five times as many visitors to the website. Almost more than 8,000 people visit the website daily. And oh, wow. um, they used to get 10 membership signups a day, and now they get like 100 since the conference, and also because of the concern of the mad cow disease. Tell you, it works. So, good news. Good news. Indeed, indeed. And that's just a fraction of what we know. I told you there are more vegetarian people join our circle. And it's really true, even just in Seoul alone like that. Can you imagine everywhere else? What we are doing really works. Just work with me, and I thank you for your effort. However small your contribution and however great your heart desire to save the planet, it's good for you, and I thank you. You see, it works. I told you many people, new vegetarian club members, they don't have to follow me, they don't have to do anything for us, they just be veg. And that would be very good for them and good for the planet. I'm telling you, I'm very, very happy and very positive. I feel very positive. Sometimes, you know, during my meditation and after I get out, I feel very, very good. I feel like, oh, we can do it. I feel somehow that is going to happen, that uh, the majority of people will be vegetarian and we will live in heaven on earth. Just keep that vision. All right? Yes, Master. I truly feel it. Because it's very difficult to feel when something is not there, so it must be there. <laughs> uh, because 800 people will become 8,000, and, uh, you know, 800,000. It keeps spreading out. The more people join in, the more and more people will join. Because they will go out and spread the news as well. One person affect the family, maybe at least, and then friends and uh, work colleagues and all that. So one person join vegetarian, maybe 10 person you can count on in some later day. So that's how we are having hope now. We continue doing what we do. All right, love? Thank you. 
We thank the new Vegetarian Club members, and we wish them all the luck, all the blessing from heaven, and that they come out and uh, spread the news and help us to save the world. Um, at the moment, there's the World Vegetarian Congress in uh, Germany, in Dresden, and we're participating there, and we had a lot of positive feedback from there. Oh. Um, this is for the celebration of the 100th Uh, anniversary of the World International Vegetarian Union. For example, there was one professor, Mahan uh, Mohan Bajaj, from the University of Delhi in India, and uh, he found a mathematical equation that proves that um, all the world's uh, natural catastrophes are related to uh, meat-eating. And so this professor uh, talked with us, and he also would like to talk more with us. Please interview him and get the equation out for everyone to know. <laughs> yes. Wonderful. And uh, there's another doctor from Sweden who specializes in nature cure. And uh, this doctor already received your sample booklet in Sweden. And uh, now at this fair, he was attracted by our SOS sign. And when he read the SOS flyer and talked with us about our spiritual practice, Now he would like to learn the convenient method. Ah, and welcome. Uh, all in all, on this fair, we are a big attraction because we have two stands and we did uh, many interviews every day with scientists and other people. And uh, now we don't even need to request them anymore for interviews, but they are approaching us and asking us to have interviews ah, with them. Bravo. So it's been very successful, yes. Very successful. I really have good feeling. I really feel that we can do it one day. <laughs> one day most people or everyone will become vegetarian. And we can save the planet. And you can live as long as you want, meditate as long as you want. In the future, maybe all the media will turn into positive programming and everybody become vegetarian. It's good to serve other people, right? Yes. You feel good in your noble mission? Yes. Good, good. I'm glad. Hello, Master. Um, I would like to share some news with you from Hungary. The largest uh, radio station, Donobius Radio, invited two of our association members for an interview to talk about uh, vegetarianism and its benefits. And uh, it was a live show, and a lot of people called in and texted, asking about different health benefits. And these were non-vegetarians who were asking, and they were asking as well for uh, children if they can benefit from it as well. So a lot of uh, interest followed this uh, interview. And also vegetarians called in, uh, many of them, and they also shared their experiences. So uh, that just shows us it is a growing trend in Hungary, and a lot of people are interested. Um, and also the station was... Um, so happy with the interview that they said that uh, probably they will in invite them again and it ah. might be a regular thing. Um, wow. Monthly show. Wonderful. So that is great news. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you, Master. Very good. <laughs> Hello, Master. Hi. Hi. I have some good news to share with you coming from West Africa. 
in Benin, um, the local TV station interviewed our association members, and uh, they talked about the climate change solutions and the urgency of it. And as a result, um, several programs were aired based on this interview. So that's first news. Wow. Good. In Cameroon, uh, our association members were also uh, interviewed by a radio station, and uh, they also shared flyers with uh, the local community as well. Wow. Very good. Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. We are very pleased. Uh, hello, Master. Uh, hello. May I share some good news about my family? Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I have uh, eight siblings, and we were all raised on a traditional meat diet. Um, in the last 12 months, two of my brothers have gone vegetarian. Wow. And uh, one is awaiting initiation. Wow. Congratulations, Michael. Uh, thank you, Master, and I'm so grateful for everything that you're doing for my family. Thank you so much. Oh, well, there will be more. There will be more. Thank you, Master. I have one more piece of good news from the media, Master. Channel 64 in Ohio, USA, it's one of the top five biggest channels in the Midwest. They read yes. a newspaper article on our association and how we teach meditation, and they yes. called us for an interview. Yes, good news. Try your best to, to say all the main points, the vegetarian diet. <laughs> you see, it bears fruit. We are working hard, but it's nice to hear some feedback or some uh, positive outcome like this. It's not like we are craving for glory or gratitude or anything. It's just very comforting to know that people do turn their back to bad habits and detrimental meat diet and turn to vegetarianism or inclined to go into that direction. It's very comforting to know. We wanted to also thank you so much for being with us today and answering questions. And on behalf of all of us here at Supreme Master Television, we thank you, Master. You are very welcome. Very welcome. I also thank you. And God continue to bless you. Heaven continue to shield you. And I continue to love you. It is truly through your invisible and visible work and blessings, heaven granted humanity more time to try to save the planet. We are grateful for giving us this hope. With your infinite love and guidance, may this magnificent earth grow ever more in peace and love between all co-inhabitants. All our love, we wish you, Master, to be always healthy, forever young, and best of success in your noble mission. We love you. So be it. Your wish. For the planet. Thank you, Master. All right. So long now. So long. So long. Stay with God and stay with love. <laughs>